Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. I don't think this gets out as publicly as it does if it's not already a done deal or very close to being a done deal. And I know there were one or two other people who had been brought back for multiple interviews as well, but I know the Bears thought very, very highly of Kevin Warren, and I expect him ultimately to be the next president there. That was Matt Fortuna of The Athletic. And he was right. And now Kevin Warren is the president and CEO of your Chicago Bears. There will be a press conference on Tuesday at noon. I imagine we will carry it in some form or fashion. And, Dan, you said something. I want you to kind of go back over people. Because between the two of us, there's probably, what, like 25 years of, of coverage of the Bears, like, on the beat. So, when you're talking about what Hallis Hall was like and is like, what do you mean? There's always been people there who have just been there. And it's at all levels. There's always been friends of the organization and been just, you would literally, we would look through the media guide. We would sit there from, this is back at old Hallis Hall in North Washington. And, and we'd, you'd, there'd be pictures in there and say, what does this person do? I don't know. And it would just say like facilities or it would say administration and they wouldn't really have a job title, and it would just be a face that you would see around there sometimes. And that's how they were run. And it and it wasn't. There's was nothing sinister about it, right? It was just being. It was. It was like a nice family business, and they liked having people around who were part of the nice family business. And over time, that's changed a little bit, but not a lot. Not a lot. There, there's still some of that at the highest levels. And it hasn't always been this best and brightest from outside. They've got to throw the doors open. They need new oxygen there. And when they talk about unconventional and they talk about outside their comfort zone, there's always been a default setting to be comfortable. And, I, and they've wanted it. It doesn't mean they haven't tried to win. They've just done only what they think it's supposed to look like or what they think their tradition would allow them to do. They would always fall back on tradition. And when somebody is, is in these hallways and taking a new, a legitimately new look at everything they do on every level, how much is allotted for this and whether it's actual chairs and desks or it's the people doing the jobs where they're working and when they're working and what they do themselves and what they outsource and maximizing what they do and looking to what's next in the industry, not following. The Bears have always... Or looking backwards. Right. It, but it, there's, there's always any of us who have been in, in old Hallis Hall, in new Hallis Hall, have always just known that like there's there's this person again doing a... Thing. We think. We think. Well, and, and I always looked at it too is you could tell kind of where they were trying to get their inspiration. Like when you would hear George talk about who he talks to in the league and you go, those people don't have your best interest at heart. And some of them don't know what they're doing. But you, you want to talk with Michael Bidwell about the Arizona Cardinals? Okay, I don't know that that's a great idea. 
And now it seems like they're more open to, hey, you seem pretty smart. Can you take a look at what it is that we do? How would you do it better? What things could we do better? And that to me is shows incredible humility and growth. Now it might it might come as as like them looking around and saying, "How are we getting left behind in this? We don't share a market with anybody. We should be the top valued franchise in the NFL." And we're not. Are we leaving money on the table? Have we been yes. have we been doing oh. all of this stuff wrong? Could you imagine what they would be worth if they've got if they had gotten around to something like this a long time ago? Right. And now they have this opportunity and I think that it is very forward thinking. Again, one of the reasons why I'm not as down on Ted Phillips as other people are because Ted's like, "Let's go buy this Let's go get this piece of land. Let's go let's go do what we want to do instead of having to worry about the city and the park district and the whims of a tyrannical mayor. Let's not do that. Let's go do our thing. Let's go keep the money for parking. Let's build a casino. Let's build shops and hotels. Let's do what the Cubs did. I was explaining to a, a, a friend of mine that's living overseas. See, but in some ways, the Cubs didn't. Because we've been wondering if the Cubs would would actually do the same thing in some giant tract of land outside the city and get out of Wrigley Field. No, but they were able to do all of it here. They were able to be like, "Oh, we're do you, Dan? Do you remember oh, yeah. the people that didn't want video boards up at Wrigley Field? They didn't want them to get rid of a McDonald's or a Yum Yum Donuts." And so, a friend of mine, he does a podcast. He lives. He's military. He lives overseas. And he was asking me about Wrigley Field. And I said, when was the last time you were at Wrigley? And he goes, you know, 2015. I was like, dude, you wouldn't recognize it now. If, if you came into town now, you wouldn't, you would, you would recognize that the corner of Clark and Addison and the marquee is still there, but you wouldn't recognize what the rooftops look like now and who owns them. You wouldn't, you have no idea what Gallagher Way is. Or the way that they have now monetized Wrigley Field when there's no baseball being there. This is what the Bears have an opportunity to do. Let's build our our own thing. We've been a, a tenant of the city of Chicago for 100 years. And it's been great, but are we getting the best bang for our buck? And now they can build and do that out in Arlington Heights. It's a, it's a matter of better business practices that gives them more control. And like you say, that was Ted. Right. That was Ted who was like, this is stupid. And, and it was, I mean, look, whether you were covering the Bears or I was covering the Bears, I've had conversations with people at the highest levels of that organization that are like, this is stupid, right? It's stupid that we don't control our own playing surface. It's stupid that Kanye's building a house on Soldier Field, and then we have to play a game. Or I remember there was one weekend where there was a high school game, a college game, and a Bears game on Sunday. That's terrible. They haven't been treated like most favored favored nation status at Soldier Field. So instead of playing that game, instead of trying to win that war that you can't win, fine, you can have it. 
We'll go out here and build our own thing, and we're going to build something beautiful that's going to allow for us to give a better fan experience in some cases. We are going to build a bigger place than having the second smallest field in the NFL. We're going to be able to do more stuff. Now, the the hope of all of that big business is that they also treat the football operation like big business. And I think that they took a step towards that this past year with understanding we got kind of got to burn it down to build it back up again. 